welcome everyone to the latest Bolt from the Blue podcast. And uh, we've got uh, Ray in the house. Ray, how are you doing? Hey, I am feeling champion, mate. I'm doing really, really well. Uh-huh. And you've got uh, Bernard there too. Bernard, how are you doing? I'm wonderful, mate. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the game between our two title contenders this afternoon. I've not watched them yet live this season before that today, so it was quite interesting, yeah. So I feel a bit happier than I did before I watched it, in fairness. <laughs> well, it's interesting, guys, because like we got two draws against them last time, and um, it was... Uh, uh, it, it always looked like a difficult game. Didn't really turn out to be that way, did it, Ray? Nah, when you score an early goal, um, that kind of sets the tone for the game because, you know, uh, uh, the opposition of they set the stall out. They're probably not going to change while um, it's 1-0. At 2-0, they generally know the game's uh, beyond them, you know, uh, and, and when you're winning 2-0 at half-time, you can relax. And I'm sure Bernard was uh, pretty chilled and relaxed uh, in Manchester yesterday when... Uh, you know, uh, when we got to our time, it was a pretty straightforward, easy game in the end, weren't it? Mm-hmm. Well, Bernard, let's talk about Mr. Cancelo because um, <laughs> he is, um, I, I'm not exactly how you would describe this particular player. He's a left back, he's a right Beautiful. Left. That's how you normally do it, Mike. The guy's gorgeous. That's what you normally say. Okay. <laughs> he, he is He is absolutely gorgeous. But what, what I'm saying... Mike, what do you think of Ike Castillas as well? Is he gorgeous? Which one? Ike Castillas, the uh, ex uh, Real Madrid goalkeeper. Oh my gosh, Ray, you're going back a while now. <laughs> Mate, it, it's 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 what's called topical. You go onto Twitter and type in Ike Castillas and see what comes up. No, no, no. The best the, the best looking player in my opinion was uh, Samir Nasri. But I'm just saying, the Casillas thing is topical. It happened today. So when once we finish recording, go and check out uh, what, what's been going on with the Puyol and Casillas and, and whatever. Well, you're going to have to remind me of that later. But I think that, um, first of all, we've got to go to Bernard and talk about this guy, uh, Cancelo, because he is something special. He was a dedicated right back. He was moved to left back. He's been moved into midfield he's got that you know that uh, sort of like um iberian glow with those big teeth and he loves a goal doesn't he sounds like a horse <laughs> <laughs> well scored, uh, the thing that amazed me was he scored with his left foot he didn't try and put it in with the outside of his right but uh hey let, let's let's just bring this into context that was possibly one of the worst southampton sides I've seen us play. Certainly the team that took four points off us last season is just a, a, a poor shadow. And if you ask Cancelo to play as a forward, he is absolutely fantastic. Ask him to do a bit of defending and, and we're not too sure. I mean, it's a, it's a, 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 a very interesting situation because they were a, a very, very difficult team for us uh, last season, uh, Ray. But yeah. uh, what, was, what was different about it this time? Oh, Mr. Harland, uh, for one, Mr. Harland definitely makes a difference. Uh, we've seen it, I'm sure, uh, chatting to Bernard before. Uh, before, you know, whilst Harland hadn't scored, we were def- uh, defending him by saying, well, he's dragging the players away and he's making space. That's what he does. You know, when, when we talk, talk about the goals, the second goal, the Fordham one, 
they would it end up being two on two. And Haaland went one way and both defenders went with him and uh, left Foden alone. So that's what Harden's, um, Haaland's doing. Um, he, he's, he's occupying more than one player. And as soon as you do that, especially with the City side, with the, with the movement that we have, with the quality we have in people like Foden, like Mares and Grealish, KDB and Bernardo, uh, Gunduan, etc., you're just gonna you're on to a loser once once you're chasing Haaland and not looking at what else is going on, um, it's gonna cause trouble. So you know that that made a difference. Obviously, breaking the deadlock early that makes a difference. Um, and although I don't think we you know we don't didn't really get out of third gear, we could have hit them for eight and nobody would have complained because we certainly had the chances. We just we weren't that clinical. Even Mr. Haaland. Uh, Missed a, a few good opportunities. You know, I'm really disappointed in the fella. I don't think <laughs> he, well, he, had, he could have scored five yesterday. He only scored one. I mean, bring back Raheem Sterling is what I say. Yeah, let's um, talk a little bit. I mean, it wasn't that fast, guys. It was like 20 minutes. But um, Bernard, can you uh, just talk us through what happened there? Was it did 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 uh, did you think that Cancelo created that all for himself, or did he get any any help at all? Well, I think Foden needs all the credit. He, he, he was taken out, wasn't he? He was taken out in the centre circle by uh, Walker Peters, I think it was. But yeah. it was only after he played a little, nice little touch through to Cancelo. And all credit to Cancelo. Yeah, I mean, he only had one guy to beat. There's like six round him and there's only one guy went to him. So he sold him a dummy uh, and, it, and it was in the back of the net. And uh, all credit, I was waiting for the cross. I was dead surprised at the south stander. You know, sort of bit. I was just going to say he's going to do it outside the right boot here, and the next minute it's in the back of the net. So uh, yeah, all all well and good. But uh, Foden, who fortunately wasn't badly injured, but he uh, he was in a heap. Yeah, it was a a, a, a lovely little pass for from for, uh, Phil Foden to yeah. uh, get Cello in there. Uh, though Ray, we we were fairly relentless right from the start, and that was encouraging. Absolutely. I mean, we. If I remember correctly, we had a two pretty decent opportunities before that that goal in the twentieth minute. Um, the, the the one that I distinctly remember was uh, we had the Mares shot early on, which Bazunu did well to just uh, you know fist away, uh, and then we had the Haaland uh, shot that hit the post, the inside of the post, very unlucky not to uh, get the uh, you know the, the back of the net bulging with that because it was on the inside of the post. I think everybody thought that was, that was in. Um, whether you're watching on telly or you know playing on the pitch or in the stadium, you thought that was in, but it it, it just uh, was 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 a bit unlucky. So we were you know we were all over them, you know, lack of rash. Um, and, you know, as I said, we had so many chances in that game. Uh, on another day, we we would have hit, hit. You know, I think Southampton have been hit for nine twice in the last three seasons, and we could have easily beaten that uh, yesterday with a with a bit more luck and a bit more clinical finishing. Well, let's talk to Bernard about Gavin Bazzuno because he was one of those um, those uh, star-studded keepers that we had in reserve. We thought that he would... I mean, not much chance of replacing Ederson, really. But um, he was uh, much heralded, um, certainly in the Irish team and um, around the world. What sort of a... Uh, what sort of a game did, did, uh, did you think that he had? 
Well, I must admit, I thought he forgot his, his blue mask. He did, he did remind me of the old uh, Copenhagen keeper the other night with his dramatics, uh, some of those saves he did. But, yeah, his distribution's awful, so he's, he's, he's never going to be a pet first choice. He, he wasn't great at distribution, but uh, he's a good lad. Uh, Portsmouth fans loved him while he was there, of course, last season. And Southampton fans like him as well. But for me, he's, he's all... He's all fancy stuff and not enough of the, the normal routine stuff for me. I don't, I don't think we'll ever see him back at City playing in goal, that's for sure. No, I don't, I don't think he'll come back, but I, I, I quite like him. You know, look, he's only 20 years old, you know, so he's still got, obviously, time um, to develop. And Southampton have done as, done as well. They've taken a few players off us in recent seasons. Uh, goalkeepers, he took Angus Gum for about between 12 and 15 million quid. I think Bazunu was, um, I think it was about 12 million quid for Bazunu. Uh, did did Lavia go there as well? So, you know, the thing is, the bottom line is as well, the, some of the kids we've got, they're too good to um, play in the EDS. In some of them, uh, you know, uh, and also they're too good to go out on loan, on loan knowing that they're not good enough to come back and make it. So I don't think, uh, as, as um, I agree with uh, with Bernard, Bazunu probably wouldn't have made it at City, uh, but he's just too good not to be playing week in, week out in another Premier League side. I mean, that's basically how good he is. So it, it also shows us the quality of the kids coming through. And, you know, last week we were talking about Brandon Barker. Now we've got uh, an academy at, at such a level that... Players are going to play for other Premier League clubs. That's how good they are. But they're not good enough for City. So that's got to give you so much confidence as to how good someone like uh, Cole Palmer's going to be. Someone like um, that that kid, Lewis, who plays on, on the, the right, uh, Wilson Esbrand and, and one or two others. It just gives you that indication that these guys actually are really, really good because we're not we're not letting them go. Letting them, not letting them go out on loan or selling them. So, uh, as I said, it gives us um, a lot of hope for the future that there's going to be a, a lot of kids coming through. And t I said this probably 10 years ago, that, you know, we'll get to a situation where one or two top quality players every season will come through our academy. And I, I think we're seeing the fruits of that right now. Yeah, two little questions for, for Bernard. One thing that is quite encouraging is I think there there seems to be, as far as I can see, a little rivalry, uh, although not a very equal one, but a little rivalry developing between Foden and, and Holland because Foden obviously has scored uh, the second one. So I'd like to I'd like you to comment on that and also the fact that um, Kevin De Bruyne is is really beginning to break these assist records now. Yeah, I mean I think the problem yesterday with We'll be getting feedback. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, um the, the the thing is, it's if you look at yesterday in Southampton, they, how many times they lost the ball in the middle of the park where we closed them down, they lost it. And that that was perfect for KDB to pick the ball up or one of the other guys 
and actually play, play into the spaces and that, that second goal for Phil Foden. Uh, it was just again. I expected like Cancelo. I thought he was going to. Ch- I thought he was going to cross it. I didn't. I didn't realise he was going to actually try and dink it over the keeper. I thought, oh, what are you waiting for? What are you pausing for? But obviously, he just he just spotted the spotted Bazuna off, and he thought, well, Ireland's in the middle, but I'll put it in the net. So yeah, you're quite right. There's a little bit of rivalry, friendly rivalry, and uh, that's a cracking goal. And since Mr. Foden's had his wage rise or, or talks about his wage rise, he's been absolutely stupendous. So when you've got Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, pulling the strings then uh, there will be Harlan Foden uh, other people will be getting in on the act as well the funny thing about this is um, is, is Ray that normally what is considered a great um, season for a striker is is if he scores um, t- uh, 20 goals yeah. but um, Haaland is um, is pretty much already there and one of the things that uh, was coming across on Twitter was, um, oh, what, what, what a big blonde um, fraud he is. He hasn't scored yet. And then, you know, obviously there was the Maori's goal. And then uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that just in a second. But um, he scored as many goals in this number of games that it would take most great stri- strikers to score a season in. Well, we... We've got some stats already come out from our season so far. I mean, we've got, if I think I'm right, 33 league goals uh, for the team. The next highest have got, uh, I think, 20. Um, well, that was uh, as of yesterday. Um, Haaland's got 15 goals in the league in nine, nine games, is it? Is that all? Nine games. Uh, took KDB all season to score 15 league goals. Who's our top scorer last season? KDB's got, I think, nine assists or something like that. Um, eight or nine. And the record is 20. So, you know, they're both on to, to smash records. KDB, we'd notice he went past David Silva in the number of assists. He went past Dennis Bergkamp. I think he's in the top five now. I think this season he will overtake Frank Lampard, who's just ahead of him, and Wayne Rooney. Uh, next season... He'll get past uh, Fabregas, uh, who's second, and oh, it's a long way to catch up to, to to Giggs. But Giggs played for about thirty-five years, didn't he? Get all those assists, um, and you know that's one hundred and sixty-two. I, I, I can't see KDB being here long enough to get another seventy assists to catch Giggs. But um, you know, this could be, in terms of goal scoring, it's, it's it looks like it's already going to be an awesome season. It's going to. You know, I think it might even, if we go deep in all competitions, I think it would eclipse the season. I think it was Pellegrini's first season where, uh, off the top of my head, I think we scored 169 goals in all competitions. Um, you know, and I thought, uh, you know, it'd be lovely one day to get 200 goals. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to do it, but, you know, if, if we're going to keep putting teams to the sword, you know, um, then, then there's a good chance. And finally, I think now we've scored... 30 is if I'm right, we scored 31 goals at home this season in seven games. It's 33, 33 goals actually. Is it up to 33? Well, it was, yeah, I thought it was 27. Uh, uh, up to you, I'm talking about goals scored 33 goals scored. Well, I've, that's not the numbers I had. Uh, I will just no, we scored, the website. No, 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 Manchester City have scored 33 goals in the league this season. We've scored 31 goals at home 
this season in all competitions in seven games. We're averaging over four, almost four and a half goals per game at the Etihad in all competitions. It's crazy. Uh, but long may it continue. Well, let's go over to Bernard. Bernard, um, we skipped past something and uh, we better not skip uh, skip it past uh, for too long because we'll have a thousand Algerians on my back. But um, hey, we, hey, hey. look at you, mate. Look at you. We we did mention the fact that being left out of the side has created a certain hunger in in the Algerian prince, and um, he looks hungry, doesn't he? And he scored the third. Yeah, but he scored the third, but I thought he had two or three cracking chances before then that he, he didn't finish off. I mean, there's one early doors. He, I think he hit, he hit the guy on the second tier, one of the guys on the second tier. It was that awful. But, uh, yeah, all credit to him. He stayed on there. Let's face it, Pep would have dragged him off on 60 minutes if he hadn't hadn't gone and got that third goal. And what he did with the third goal, he got his head over it, he got his foot over it. And he volleyed it into the ground to make sure that it stayed low. And thank God he did, because it was a, a very well-taken goal. But again, it was all to do with the build-up play. I mean, was I think all four of our goals yesterday, you have to, you have to credit the build-up play to him. I, I thought it was superb. And actually putting the ball in the net was not easy, never is. But it was certainly the, the climax of some very, 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 very good moves. And I think it was Rodri, wasn't it? Rodri had chipped it across yeah. for him. Uh, after some good approach work by Cancelo. Cancelo had done some ex excellent work beforehand, so that was brilliant. The Rodri chip was superb, and Mares thankfully kept kept his head down, kept it, kept it down. And obviously, Bazuna, you know, you think, did he have a chance? But probably not. I mean, look at all four goals. He, he, he say that first one to that one, he didn't look as though he, he, you know, he did anything wrong. But some some people might be unkind and say perhaps he should have done a little bit better. But uh, a great goal, a great goal from Maras. And to be honest with you, I thought he played pretty poorly till that till that goal. But if he just scores a goal and plays poorly, I'll take that. Thirty-three goals in nine league games, and that's actually thirteen uh, goals more than um, than the league leaders um, are still. By the way, Ray just. It's not thirteen because I've today. Is that right? Yeah, that that's true. That's true. They 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 won three two. But my my, you got to remember, I'm I'm quite at times quite pedantic. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, you, you really are, aren't you? What's I'm ruthless. I'm ruthless with the stats. Uh huh. Well, let's see if you can get uh, this stat, uh, Ray. I made it pretty easy for you, but. Um, Who's the only unbeaten side in England's top four divisions? Oh, that's really <laughs> tricky, that. You know, before today, I might have said Liverpool. Really, but, really um, tricky one. Uh, could it be Manchester City? It could oh, be. Cool. We, we, we've, not, we've not played anyone good yet, guys. Come on, we've not, we've not played a decent team yet. Let's be honest. We, we haven't played anybody in the top six. Have we? No, we played... Newcastle, who were fifth. But apart from that, who else have we played in that, that's in the top six? Well, United are currently fifth because they're beating Everton, so they're in fifth spot at the moment. Let let let, let, let them get the points first, mate. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to count their chickens. But seriously, you know, we've not played that many 
you know, if you look at the teams we have played, we played Forest who are bottom, we played Wolves who are third bottom, we played Southampton who are fourth bottom, we played Aston Villa who are fifth bottom, and we played Crystal Palace who are sixth bottom. So <laughs> in the bottom six. So let's let's not get carried away, you know. I rest me I rest my case, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bernard, um, who was the uh, the top scorer for Manchester City in? The 2021-2022 season. I've already mentioned Kevin? that. Is it Kevin? Did you say Kevin? Goals. Yeah, yeah, 15. Oh, and he's matched that, hasn't he? Obviously, Ireland so far. Yeah. With the, so, yeah, uh, just shows you, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, guys, uh, what did you think of... Uh, uh, it's a small point, and I know not, city, not many um, of our supporters will be interested in this uh, uh, too much, but what uh, kind of a team did you think that um, Southampton were, and what do you think um, Hassan Hoodle's uh, future is there, Ray? Well, I think Bernard got it right when he said they were shit, uh, or worse <laughs> than that. They were not very good. No, I think they set up, they set the starlight, but um, they just weren't. They didn't have the, the quality to, to to really lay a finger on us. Um, in attack, they were impotent. Uh, they were giving the ball away far too often uh, in the middle of the park, as Bernard has already mentioned. That created you know, overloads for us, and we were just streaming through. Um, so it didn't look good. Hassan until I mean, I quite like him, even though he's had those couple of 9-0 drubbings. Um, the Premier League is tough, and you've got to sometimes be careful what you wish for. If you, if they think Harsin Hootsel can keep them in the league, I think that's that's for a, probably two at least half of the clubs in the Premier League. That should be the the limit of their ambition is just to stay in the Premier League. Um, you know, there's a few who've got ideas above their station, like like West Ham, but you know they're back back to their normal position. And and Harsin Hootsel, he's look, he's walk, he's, treading, he's walking on thin ice. But so's um, David Moyes, so's Paddy Vieira, so's you know uh, uh, Rogers, so's half at least half a dozen managers walking on thin ice. So you know uh, Cooper got that uh, contract, which is uh, amazing. Um, but you know even Gerard, Gerard's uh, Stevie G, Slippy G. Um, yeah, the pressure's on everybody because to, to stay in the league is is obviously worth so many hundreds of millions of pounds. Um, so I, look, they're not in the bottom five. That's how I'd look at it right now. Having said that, I think Palace are uh, very close. Or if not, I, I think Palace have gone above them now. Um, or they're just one place below, whatever it is now. But Southampton are too near the bottom uh, for comfort, really. Yeah, so Southampton, Southampton in seventeenth at the moment. So yeah, Villa are above them now. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no, guys, they didn't they? Yeah. Which yeah. which Manchester City's legends birthday was it this week? It's two or three, wasn't there? From what I remember, no one in particular. Um, wasn't Sammy Nelsby and all that? <laughs> I, I would remind you of that, but no. No, no, no. He was um, 
Uh, a beautiful uh, Well, they always are, man. They're always beautiful, oh. mate. Yes, another beautiful guy. Yes, go on, tell yeah, us. Beautiful player. Come on, his name is his initials start with AB. Anthony Book. No, <laughs> that's his posh name. That's what that's what's on his tracksuit. I, 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 I think Ray could get this. Um, I ain't got a bloody chance, mate. It's probably is it before my time? No, Alex Bolarov, <laughs> Ace of Bartford. I, I, I ain't got a clue. I mean, AB, me, give us a, a clue. What position did he play? Um, he was um, uh, classic um, ball-winning, ball-creating um, midfielder, but who came out from the back. And his um, his first name started with A-L-I. Oh, well, Ali Benarbia. Mm. Ali Benarbia. That's Benarbia. what we're but Ali Benarbi has been all over Twitter, guys. So well, it wasn't, wasn't on my Twitter. <laughs> oh, you, don't have, you don't have enough followers. Uh, only 11,000, 11, I must admit. I'd have to get a better class of 11,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> I've got 40. Um, I'm small time. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the, the, the midst of Giants. Mike's got like 5,000. And Bernard's got eleven thousand, uh, and I'm I'm feeling small and and well, inactive. you're 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 just uh, you're just um, coming up coming back from the um from from yeah, the I've, been the I've been in the cooler for a while, guys. Um, just just before we um move on to the next point, favorite memories about Ali Benarbia? I mean, what sort of memories do you have at at, at all? <sighs> I don't know, Ray. I just, what do you think, Ray? I've got to say, I've, um, nothing significant comes to mind for me. There's loads, but obviously nothing I can think of. Goals, the top of the head. It's, a, it's a few nice goals. But I think one thing that I thought about him, he came to us too late. I, I know he was a class apart. He was a class above other people. But he came to us, he's about 31 or 33 or something when, uh, when he came to City, which is, you know, obviously was well past his prime. And, um, he was just, he was, he was, he was incredible. He was, you know, uh, some, some people, uncharitable people would say he was too good for City. Um, but he's, he, he was a cracking player. Uh, he's, and, and you know what? He's my age too. He's, uh, he's a bit younger. Who, than who, who was his side, his sidekick who famously got kicked in the head by, um, um, an Arsenal player? Do you remember? Have I got? I think I've got that. I think I've got that right. Cool. So it was always the two of them together. It was Ali Benarbia and Berkovich. Al, Al, Al Berkovich, right? Yeah. Those two. Those two kind of operated in tandem back in the day. And oh, yeah. uh, Al Berkovich was um, um, famous for for being kicked in the head uh, by John uh, Hartson. By John Hardson, right? Exactly. Yeah. I can't they, I don't they, know where I that up from. They they were both very very skillful uh, guys. Anyway, happy birthday to Ali Benarbia. Happy birthday. Happy he, birthday. Where's he from? Where's he from, Mike? Ali Benarbia. Isn't he French? Algeria. Uh, Algerian. French Algerian. Yeah, you got to go back. 
You, you, I think his nationality is just Algerian. I don't think it's French yeah. Algerian. He's Algerian. He, Mike, you're actually alienating our um, uh, Algerian fans there. You know, no, but I, 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 I think wanna, it, it, at it, this it, moment, I've got to say, I want to disassociate Bernard and me from Mike's four part because it's got nothing to do with, with us. So, any of you okay. Algerian fans, go and look for him on Twitter. Um, no, Ali Benabi was born in Algeria. Obviously, he, he, he spent uh, um, time in, in France. Um, a lot of clubs in France. That's from what I'm talking about. I'm saying that he, you know, he 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 comes from those both um, footballing backgrounds. Well, I was born in Algeria, mate. He stayed there, but actually, to be honest, uh, he was only a, uh, a kid when he came to uh, to France. He settled in the south of France, um, and uh, that's where he started. Just looking at some of his uh, details, we started. At, it was at Narbonne at ten, uh, FC Martigue. Um, so yeah, he, well, he had a good. He was he, his first main club, I think, was Monaco. He, but he was a, he, you could argue a bit of a journeyman because he, he never stayed too long. About three seasons was his limit. Monaco, Bordeaux, PSG, and he came from PSG to City. And uh, see what these guys are trying to do to me. They're 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 trying to deny my 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 knowledge. Of course, he was Algerian, but he. <coughs> He learned his footballing trade in France. You said you said he was French Algerian, and he isn't. He's Algerian. He's Algerian, who actually moved to France when he was one years old, but still, he's Algerian. Um, and and he, looked, he looked very, he looked very good in the red and black striped Idos kit. That's all we can say. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, moving on to Bernard, I'm just looking at the team lineup for this game. How many of them did you get right? Because I bet well, I, think, you, I think I think we I got a combined one, didn't we? Didn't we? Sorry. I, I bet you did, I bet you didn't get a kanji on, on the on the right. No, we had a I had a kanji anaki, but obviously I didn't expect him to nip Diaz in. I didn't expect Diaz to suddenly appear, obviously in the formation. Obviously I had Grealish for Mares. So now I got we got nine, I think, because Ray had a similar team to me as well last week. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was happy with nine. Yeah, I think I had Gomez in there. Um, yeah. Because I think most people would have expected Gomez to start, but um, yeah, I think right now getting nine is pretty decent. Nine or ten is is, is good. Yeah. I dread to think for when I dread to think for Wednesday night. I've I've, I've had a goal, but <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah, no, it's, it's Tuesday getting, night. Sorry, Tuesday night, not Wednesday night. It's it's getting a wee bit boring, like um, pouring, you know, um, plaudits on a kanji now, isn't it? Because like obviously. Um, 15 million quid, less than 15 million quid, and he looks a bit like Vinny Company, doesn't he? Come on, a little, a little bit. He's got a slightly different hairstyle, uh, to Vincent. Actually, what, what I, I, I saw over the weekend, he's very good at mental arithmetic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did you see that like 93 times 62, and he got it in like two seconds? Mike, he's not very good, okay. Because if 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 I'm if I can be so humble as to say I'm very good at arithmetic, he's bloody awesome. He's so quick, you know, to to work these things out. And I, I mean, there was one that was there. I worked it out within a few seconds, and the guy had done it bang straight off, bang straight. Off. I couldn't believe it. In, incredible. I mean, look, guys, that's what happens if you go to school. You can, you know, you can, you, you don't, you know, you don't uh, wag school. You can be good at maths and good at other subjects, and you can still be a top class. Hey. Can I, can I can I give you a test then? No. Go on, quick test. Go on. 
Okay, 65 multiplied by 55. Oh, bloody oh, hell. Right. <laughs> that, that is actually very difficult. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but I can, you could do it. I can, I can see. Oh, 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 come on, I can, you can do it. You know, it, it finishes in five. There you go. 65 times 55. We'll finish in we'll finish in a five uh, three thousand uh, five hundred and seventy-five. Oh, perfect! Well done! Well done! Takes a bit of time, you know. Got a, a, a you know, a, what's it? Stall for time a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, this guy must have been an accountant or something like that. I was. Right. I, I, that's why I did a maths degree at university because I got through. Um, most of my maths based on the fact that I was bloody good at arithmetic and statistics. Um, and, I, think, you know, I think the only thing the only thing we can say about Kanji is it says a lot for the Swiss the Swiss school system. Obviously, it's uh, very very good. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, guys. Um, just before we finish off, I think. I think we, we missed a goal, mate. Come on, we've got another goal from the old uh, someone to talk about. We're not we're not I, mentioning I, I, it. I keep doing that, don't I? I keep doing that. Okay, well, Bernie, he hardly ever scores any. You, you can't miss him. <laughs> I mean, for a million pound a week, this guy should have scored more than one goal. I'm sorry, it's just it's just not good enough, is it, for a million quid a week? It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, Bernie, but then it's up to you. Come on. <laughs> yeah, old rag, old City's answer to Ragnar Lofbrook, I call him. Uh, absolutely brilliant. But I, I saw it from a different angle actually today in on replay. And it does show how he sort of convinces the two defenders that he's going towards them. Defenders back off, and then he just he just nips out another yard, and he's got the space to create to actually score the goal. It's so it's not just the goal that looked fantastic. Obviously, from my end, we can always see the back of it anyway. But it's just his movement; it just totally flummoxed uh, the two defenders. And once you get that ball on target, it's going in the net, and that's that's what he does. And again, it was Cancelo supplied the cross. His movement is incredible, Mike. You know, his desire. I mean, we, we did actually talk about that briefly before before yeah. the uh, the Mares go. But well, um, anyway, let, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead, Ray. Well, I'm just saying his movement is incredible. Uh, his desire to score goals is is right up there with the with the very best. You know, it, we, we, right at the end of the game, uh, Cole Palmer Cole Palmer slipped his defender. Uh, and uh, came through on goal and took a shot. And I think this was an injury time. Um, and Harlan was balling for the ball. He, you know, because he had a tap in. Now, I don't. I, I said this to Bernard earlier. I don't blame Cole Palmer for having a shot. He hardly ever gets a game. And and this is, you know, your chance to shine by scoring a goal. But I think he should have passed to Harlan because Harlan would have had an absolute tap in. It would have been five uh, five nil that. Mike would have been just one week out with his uh, prediction there. Uh, of the, <laughs> um, but no, it, you know, it was, it was just, um, you know, he's, he's awesome. You know, as I said to Bernard this morning, he had five chances. He could have scored five goals. Um, you know, he, he's just in, he just knows when to run. He just, he's got the tact. I don't think he's been offside this season. You know, certainly not Gabriel Jesus clone. Um, he know he knows when to time his runs and. Once he's gone, basically no one's catching him. A bit of luck yesterday, he would have got another hat-trick, you know, and I said to Bernard this morning, I'm disappointed he only, he only scored one goal because uh, I, I really think for the opportunities he had, he should have got two or three. So, 
You know, he's he's not getting a you know, nine out of ten from me for yesterday's performance. <laughs> All right, Bernabel, come on, help me out. Let's talk about one or two of the other scores. Now, one does spring to mind, doesn't it? Go on, which one? Uh, the the one the one presented <laughs> by, by Mr. Klopp. Well, it's uh, interesting, isn't it? I mean, as I said to Ray off air, it's the first time I've watched Liverpool and Arsenal live this season. And it was a good match. It was an OK match. But uh, we should we should be tearing Liverpool a new one next week. If we don't, if we don't win next week, uh, I'll be very, very disappointed. Uh, Arsenal, very, very good. But defensively, both both teams are pretty. I know I know we're no great shakes, but I mean, our, our defence is attack anyway. But defensively, they were pretty poor. Uh, Liverpool are all over the place uh, the Dick Van Dyke, I didn't know if he's coming or going most of the time. Uh, yeah, I think a good, entertaining game, but it wasn't wasn't on a par with anything we've seen at the Etihad uh, this season. That's for sure. Well, Ray, ten points. Uh, they're gone now, aren't they? Who Liverpool? Liverpool, Liverpool are thirteen points behind City. They've got a game in hand. Let's say they win that, so that yeah, they're down to ten points. I don't I, see. I've not written them off. I think it's going to be very tough for them. But look, if they beat City next week, they're seven points behind. And that's not as, you know, um, an insurmountable uh, gap. It's not much at all. Um, you know, people write them off. I think they do sort their peril. Look, they're not the same Liverpool side as uh, uh, from two, let's say, just, just a couple of years ago. Uh, even last year, you know, losing Mane is a big, big loss to them. Um, they, tr- they, they changed the system around with this uh, uh, with Nunes and you know, the amount of the money they spent on him. They're going to keep tr- uh, playing until he starts scoring goals regularly, uh, and they're just not good enough. And, and people are targeting Trent. Um, I've, I'm surprised it's taken so long, but they're targeting Trent, and Trent's been found wanting. And <coughs> basically, that all their defence has been found wanting. Liverpool, like City. Rely on the fact that they they have, you know, seventy percent possession. They have a lot of pressure uh, in, in games, and they create a lot of chances. And they're basically on the front foot for most of the game. Then you can get away with Robertson and um, uh, Trent attacking. We can get away with like um, Cancelo yesterday. His average position was as a left winger, so pretty pretty much. Um, so. You, know, you can get you can get away you can get away with maybe not being so good, but when people are targeting you, like now you know Liverpool's um, they're not having the, the same level of control over games, which means opposition teams can put pressure on them and they can target those weak spots. Everybody's been talking about Trent's weak spots; he's been weak again. Van Dijk has been more Dick Van Dyke than Virgil uh, the last few weeks. He's been all over the place, um, and. Uh, um, yeah, you, obviously, uh, uh, Robertson's not there. Um, they've been a bit shambolic, and they, look, they've, let, they've let plenty of goals in, you know, this this season. Liverpool. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any. You know, we've let plenty as well, uh, as, as well. But I think I'm just having a quick look. How many goals Liverpool have let in? Eight goals, which I think is quite a lot. And we, um, is that, I'm checking that. No, they've let in twelve. Liverpool have let in twelve goals. That I think that's that's way too many. We're on nine. It's not much better, but uh, you know, it's 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 lovely to see teams like Bournemouth and Fulham are above Liverpool at the moment in the in the league table. 
Um, but as I said, I repeat, next week is, is a crucial game. Bernard, it's a must win. And I think it is. I think if we win next week, that's it. Liverpool are not going to win the title. We'd be um, 16 points clear. They'd have a game in hand. If they won that 13 points, we ain't giving up 13 points to Liverpool this season. Um, you know, I, I don't know who, uh, you know, I, I, going back to Arsenal, look, they're, they're doing what they need to do. You know, West swatting teams aside, Arsenal, look, they've played Liverpool now, they've played Spurs, they've played United, they've won two out of the three games. They're on top of the table, deservedly so. Um, and um, yeah, the longer they stay there, the more uh, of a threat they, they become and pause. They have um they have lost their their fear factor a little bit, Bernard, don't they? Yeah, I, th- I think they have. Obviously, they're going to raise the game next week because they're playing us, and uh, we don't have a, a good record uh, against a crowd. We, we, you know, the only victory we've had was when there was no crowd, so we could do with beating them in front of a crowd. Would be nice for a uh, for the first time in God knows how long. But uh, yeah, they've lost that fear factor, but I'm sure they'll uh, they'll raise it next week. But we we should be good enough. We should be good enough. We, we are good enough. It's just a matter if we stay calm and don't start panicking. That that's the thing. But they'll raise their game for us next week, won the Burnley, because it's their cup final. Yeah, well, it has to be. As you said, though, though, it is their cup final because they know if they lose, that's it. If they win, they've still got a chance, as you say. And it's uh, Klopp will make that known to them that this this is it now, guys. They've got to got to step up. And if they don't step up, uh, that's that's this season probably over as far as the, the league is concerned. Well, my, 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 uh, memorable uh, saying was always going to be, don't worry, guys, we'll play them into form. We'll play them into form. <laughs> but um, I think that'll do, um, guys, unless you've got something else to say. No, we we'll just look forward to Copenhagen, don't we, on Tuesday, and that should be reasonably comfortable. I don't think I don't think we'll echo. I don't think we'll repeat a 5-0, but we should be should be looking at a 3-4-0 victory over there. I've got to ask you, Bernard, what's your team? What's your team for? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have done it. I have done it, but uh, no, I, it's it's not in front of me. I, I can't. I can't remember off the top. You know my age, mate. I've got no chance. I don't know. Uh, any of the players? You can't remember. No, I can't. I can't, I can't well, yeah, Edison. Edison's playing. He's not, Ortega's still not getting a chance until we qualify. So he's not going to get a shout until we qualify. Alan, and, I, and I've uh, I've played Ireland again, even though I nearly didn't. I've, I've stuck him in. So Alvarez, Grealish, and Haaland. Uh, the front front three. All right. Okay. Well, I I I think that'll do for now. Your final thoughts, Ray? Uh, roll on, roll on. I mean, obviously, we're looking forward to next weekend. I think that is, as we said before, it's, it's Liverpool's uh, uh, last. They're in the last chance saloon. Um, you know, we, we we've we scored a ton of goals. We've leaked a few and. Uh, I just, I just want to win. I just want to win at their place because uh, you know I still have a few Liverpool friends. Uh, I want to rub their noses in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bernard, how excited are you about the fact that against Liverpool we're going to have Colin Savage back? Colin Savage with the history. Is he on? The, is he playing? I didn't, I didn't know he was playing, mate. Is he back in the team? No, no, no one told me this. Uh, yes, oh, he's, uh, he's going to be here with us. 
Yes, uh, well, I know, I know, mate. I know what you're talking about. Yes, uh, well, let's hope it's something have a, to sort of have a good, nice, happy chat about. Let's hope we're not all in the doldrums because even if even if they do beat us and they still be, as, as Ray said, ten points behind seven if they win the game in hand, I, I, I don't care. We've just got to beat them, keep the pressure on Arsenal, and just wait for them to to collapse. And that that's what I think that most City uh, fans uh, believe. It's just a it's just basically a waiting game, waiting for uh, Arsenal to collapse, as they will do, guys. And um, our Erling will just um, keep um, sticking the goals in. So let's finish off right there and uh, and do that in the normal way by saying, have one on us and up the blues. Up, up the, the blues. blues.